much for having me Donna I'm so excited um okay so let's get let me make sure my screen is sharing here okay awesome okay hi there my name is Jade Masson and today we're going to be talking about effective interview techniques and these techniques are tried and true techniques that can be applied to any industry this is these are things that just work and um, hopefully today you will gain some insight on how to effectively sell yourself and get get the job. Um, just so you know, I am known as the Job Search Coach, and um, you can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. I also have a podcast called The Job Search Coach, where I talk about different types of job searching, um, resume writing, interview techniques, mindset techniques, things to help optimize your job search and ultimately get the job that you want. So let's begin. Okay, so the interview process is broken up into four stages. The first is what happens before the interview. And what's going to happen is you're going to be doing some homework. You need to do, you need to prepare yourself and you need to get your mindset right um, and get focused and know what you're going to do and have a plan before the interview itself. The second, the second process, um, part of the process, is um, the actual interview itself, how you're going to interview effectively. And we're going to talk about both when you're interviewing virtually and in person. Uh, step number three is how to handle all the red flags. And what I mean by red flags are those challenging questions that force you to answer in the negative. How can we turn that into a way to sell ourselves? There's many different ways to do that, and we're going to cover that. We're going to cover each one um, individually. And the last one is after the interview. Uh, there's many different things that you can do to continually sell yourself and, and leave that job interview with a, with a really positive impression. So let's keep going. So before the interview, I love this quote because a lot of times people don't even put their foot in the door. People don't want to jump in the pool because they're afraid of failure. And Really, you know, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. So my advice is just always give it your best shot. Um, we can't control the outcome, but, you know, you never know what can happen if you don't try. So what you want to do is you have homework that you're going to need to do before the interview. Um, you want to have your resume and the job posting next to each other and you want to read the job posting and you want to highlight on your resume different um, things that you've done in your past in your uh, in your credentials um, anything that you've maybe saved made or achieved anything that shows your added value to this to the to the job or to this company and you want to highlight it so that not only are you are you making sure that it's in your memory so that you'll be able to you know articulate it during the job interview, but it's there as a reference for yourself. So when you bring that resume with you to the job, it's right there. It's highlighted. You have little buzzwords and things to bring up and you actually remember what you did because a lot of times we are nervous and we forget what to say. Um, you want to research the company. You want to Try to find as much information as you can, possibly connect with colleagues, um, other professionals that you know, do some research on the hiring manager. Try to get the lay of the land so that when you're walking in there, you really feel confident and you're calm and you you may tailor what you say depending on what you find out about 
you know, the situation that you're walking into. You also want to confirm your references and make sure that they're ready to receive a potential phone call from this hiring manager. Then you want to make a short list of questions um, that you may be prompted to ask at the end of the interview. And a couple of here are a few questions. I would say have maybe two to three. Um, a few of them are why, why is the position open? What is the state of the department? How do you measure success in this position? How can I add value? How would you describe the company culture? How do you help your team grow professionally? These are questions that um, are not, they're questions that don't elicit any type of um, negative thoughts from the hiring manager. They are general, feel good, give me information questions that show your interest in the opportunity, show that you are um, an analytical thinker, and show that you're taking this opportunity um, like you're, you're taking it for real, like you're, you're taking it seriously, so to speak. So um, you don't want to ask about salary. You don't want to ask about any questions that may be perceived in, the, in a negative way. So these are like general questions. And you want to have a couple of them ready to go at the end of the interview. Um, so then you want to prepare yourself for either an in-person or a virtual interview. So let's talk about what you do to prep yourself for the in-person, um, which hopefully this year will happen again. <laughs> um, you want to map out where you're going. You want to get there 10 to 15 minutes before so that you have time to go to the bathroom and take a deep breath, drink some water, calm your system down so that you're able to think clearly and project a calm and, and confident demeanor. Uh, bring at least three copies of your resume or whatever whatever type of um, information that you need to have. Have it, have it ready to go. And you want to lay out professional attire that matches the, the vibe of the company. So, you know, whatever that vibe may be, you want to look like you belong there. Uh, make sure that it's clean, it's sleek, it's current. No, nothing on you that will dist will distract from, you know, somebody getting to know you. So make sure that, you know, you don't have like heavy makeup or um, a very strong perfume. And one thing that I notice that hiring managers do notice are people's nails and people's hands. So make sure that they're clean and trim. Um, just you don't want anything to distract from you. And definitely don't forget your ID and always know who you're going to be meeting with and have their contact information because things happen and you might be late. You never know. So have that information ready. If you're going to prepare for a virtual interview, um, it's a little different. And I'm sure many of you have had virtual interviews. Many of you have been you know, practicing medicine virtually by now. So you are familiar with it. Um, definitely have the job posting, the job description, your resume right out in front of you so that you're very much, you know, prepared. Get fully dressed because you may have to stand up. You don't know. Wear the whole outfit. Um, have your resume, no paper, pencil out ready. Whatever forms you had to print out ahead of time. Make sure that um, you have ample internet connectivity, that you're in a quiet space, um, and your phone is on silent. Um, I mean, people forget these things. Your computer is on silent. Sometimes the computer dings. Make sure everything's on silent. And I want to point out, I have this, this uh, 
light here that I got. I don't know if you could see it, but I got this light that's a center facing light and I got it on Amazon for $15. Um, I think it's it's worth having. I'm sure if you're doing um, telemedicine, having a light that faces you is important. So if patients can see your face, same thing with interviewing. So you want to have the light facing your face and the camera directly in front of you, not above, not below. So they can see your face and they can really get to know you. Um, you know, also, if you notice, I have this solid colored background here. Not everybody has a solid colored background, but I provided a picture in the slide which shows a neat and tidy background. So, again, you don't want to see a lot of clutter behind. If you need some kind of um, um, representation of what I'm talking about, you can look at what, see what newscasters are using from home. Those are ideas. But, again, you don't want anything to take away from the hiring manager getting to know you. We'll be right back. Somidocs is proud to introduce Dr. Side Ventures, a new interactive Facebook group bringing doctors from across the world into one interactive space. Some of our latest discussions include revenue models for private practices, the side hustles were growing, malpractice needed in today's world, doctor finances, how much doctor services like CPAs and lawyers charge, and more. Join us at facebook.com slash groups slash sideventures. Okay, so the last thing um, in the first part of the process is your mindset. And you have to remind yourself and know that you have value and you can't control what others are going to think or what the outcome is going to be. You have to know within yourself that you are on your own journey. You're, you're doing what you need to do to get to where you need to go and you need to stay focused on the goal. Okay. So you may not get this job. That's okay. It doesn't mean that, you know, this is it for you. You just have to stay, you have to stay the course. Okay. And you have to be grateful for the opportunity just to interview. Um, you know, obviously this will be many, many interviews that you will have. This is just one drop in the bucket and don't get emotionally invested until it's time to get invested until they are saying, we like you, we want to hire you. Then you can really think about it. But other than that, your goal right now is just to get on as many interviews and get as many face to faces as possible. Um, there's definitely a purpose to every encounter. So that attitude of gratitude is important to have so that you don't get depressed and you don't get negative because those types of thoughts and feelings don't serve you in this type of process. Um, and you just want you want to have a plan so that, you know, you are working your plan and you are having consistent activity that's putting you in front of other people to be considered for opportunities. OK, so now we're in the second part of the process. We are in the interview. OK, interviews today follow there. I mean, it, it's actually quite interesting. Um, a lot of interviewers are using different types of behavior-based interview. One, one, in, um, one example is called the STAR method. I know Amazon uses that, and it's asking questions that are like, you know, something, if, if, tell me about a challenging time, and how did you, how did you um, uh, fix it, how, what did you do, and different questions relating to that versus going through somebody's resume chronologically. Or they might, you know, they might spend 90% of the interview focusing on the behavior-based questions and then like a small percentage on just the, 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 chrono the chronology of the resume. Um, and, you know, there are many different people are doing different variations on that. So if they send you some information, 
about how to prepare for it, do your do your homework and um, be prepared because they like to stick to the protocol. Um, you're going to hand out your resume, offer the resume to the inter to the hiring manager, and you want to let them lead the conversation. Um, this is not a conversation with your friend. This person is judging you the minute you walk into the door. So they have an agenda. They don't want to hear you ramble on and on and on and on. They want clear and concise answers. They want you to get to the point. You should smile, make eye contact, but be very concise and clear and straightforward. Um, this part is very important. So they're going to ask you lots of questions. And I hope you remember from the first part when we were talking about when you were preparing yourself, getting your information of what you've saved, made, or achieved. This is where this is where you're going to be able to talk about that. So um, when they ask you questions, open-ended questions, or when you're answering a question, even if it's a yes or no answer, you always have an opportunity to resell yourself. And you want to talk about something I call the feature benefits. So, you know, if you're going to answer a question, you're going to say, I did such and such a thing. Um, but, you know, in addition to that, I was able to save the company X number of dollars. Um, you know, I achieved this particular award. Um, I, I made this type of drug, etc. You want to, given the opportunity, you want to kind of keep reselling yourself and show your added value. And that's going to be the difference between having an okay interview and having a great interview. Because the hiring manager wants to see that you're amazing. It makes their job easier. They want to know that they want to know these things. Um, and funny, job interviews are like first dates. Good impressions count. Awkwardness can occur. And, of course, outcomes are unpredictable. Okay. So you want to always speak in the positive. You don't want to answer questions in the negative. Um, and have, have your two to three, you know, those questions that you had prepared for the hiring manager. You want to have them ready if prompted. Um, and if they ask you about salary or compensation, they may or may not. They may not ask you about that on the first interview, but they will eventually. Um, I always advise my candidates to give a range that's slightly higher than what they're making. So, for instance, if you're making one hundred seventy-five thousand um, dollars, you know you want to say I'm currently pursuing opportunities in like the one eighty-five to two ten range, something like that. Um, they will. They're not going to knock you out. They're not going to you know say I don't. He, he's too expensive over ten thousand dollars. But you don't want to pigeonhole yourself into a number because they're going to always remember that number. And we always want to try to keep try to keep reaching higher. With, with regards to salary. Um, have your references ready, have the contact information ready to give to the hiring manager. And you wanna end the interview with a thank you, look them in the eye, shake their hands, and always ask what are the next steps? What's the time frame of when you're gonna be making your decision? Because if you don't ask, you won't know, and you're gonna to wanna to know. Okay, so here we go, we're in the red flags. These are those questions, those sticky questions. Okay, so if you've been out of work for a while, um, the first thing I want you to do is I want you to think to yourself, have you been consulting? Maybe you were doing some odd jobs here and there. Um, were you taking care of family? So if that's the case, you should rework the resume. There's ways to show it on the resume so it doesn't show that you've been doing nothing because I'm, I'm sure that you have not been doing 
nothing. Um, but there's a way to put it on the resume so that it looks like, well, you know, if you didn't have a permanent job for, let's say, the last six months, but you did do a consulting or you did do something like that, you can put that you've been consulting and you can put that for that time period. So rework the resume to make it work for you. Um, if you have gaps in the resume where you've been out of work for specific periods of time, again, try to rework the resume. Use years, not months. So instead of saying August 2017 to December 2020, just put 2017 to 2020 and it kind of rounds it out. Um, you know, and then you want to resell yourself again. You want to, you know, you could say, well, you know, I did I did have um, maybe I was pursuing my master's degree or I did take some time off due to personal reasons, but I'm, but I am looking to be part of a company for the long haul. And, you know, obviously that time in my life, um, you know, obviously I'm, I'm not looking to take any breaks again. I'm ready to be committed, um, you know, to be, to be, be committed to a company and add value. So you see how I, I just resold myself. You always want to do that. You don't want to just leave it hanging there. Okay. Here are a couple more. Let's say you were fired. We are not going to call it fired. OK, in this day and age, um, usually companies now um, are not even going to give if somebody's going to check if you work there, they're not going to give the reason why you were fired or they're not going to say anything. They're usually going to say just the, the dates of employment. So you can be you can have a little bit of, you know, um, you can have a little bit of flexibility with that. You can say you were laid off. You can say that, you know, the department people were the department was laying people off i wouldn't use the word fired okay and you want to you never want to speak negatively about the previous company and you want to quickly change the subject and restate that you're looking to add value for the long haul that you know um find a way to show that feature benefit again so that again you're 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 moving away from this red flag situation um Another question that you're probably going to get if you're currently working is why are you looking to leave your current position? And you can answer this and this can really sell you. Um, you definitely don't want to say anything negative about your current job, your current employer, but you want to talk about how maybe, you know, you, you know, you're looking for growth. You really want to add, you really want to be with a company for the long haul. You know, you, you're, you know, personally, you you feel like, you know, you've done X, Y and Z here and you're really looking to do ABC and you feel like this company, this company that you're interviewing with has that ABC and, you know, it, it excites you and you're just really excited about this new opportunity. Um, you see how I just resold myself. So that's what you want to do. You want to resell and and and, it, and it's, a, it's a valid answer. Um, another question that people may get um, interviewing now into 2021 is what have you been doing since since COVID-19? And um, have something interesting, have something constructive prepared. Don't say I've been just reading books. I'm sure you have not been reading books, but but it, it's, it's a valid question and people are gonna ask it and have something in, exciting and something um, interesting to say about that. Um, the most important question though, and this I would ask regardless of the red flags or not, at the end of the interview, you want to always say, is there anything about myself that gives you pause? If so, I would love to address those concerns because I guarantee there will be something, nothing that you will know, but it it makes that it makes the hiring manager. It, it, it kind of like opens the door for any doubt that they have. And you can really resell yourself in that moment. So always ask that question.
Okay, so we're done with the interview now. We are up to the thank you. Okay, so you want to send a thank you email on the same day. You don't want to wait and you want to resell yourself in that email. So you want to, you know, you want to say thank you so and so. I had a great time. I'm really excited about this opportunity. I enjoyed learning about such and such um, your company and the, the department. Um, you know, when I was at ABC company, I did this, this, and this, and this, and which is very similar to the kind of role that you're looking for in your company. So see how I just resold myself. And you put that in the email, okay? Or clarify any red flags that you feel maybe perhaps you you, you didn't, you, maybe you were nervous and you didn't, um, you weren't ac accurately, you know, conveying what you were trying to say. Um, so again, that's, that email needs to go out the same day and you want to show gratitude, show your interest and definitely tell them about your availability. Um, those are very important things because this email may be passed around to other people in their department. So it's good to just have it in writing and definitely put your contact information in that email. Even if they have your email, put your phone number, put your email on the bottom because again, they might be sharing it or it's just easy for them to call you because the phone number is right there. Okay, so what happens when you've interviewed and you haven't heard back from the company? I'm sure this has happened to you before. Okay, I have two different things that I like to use. One is called the nudge and the other is called the takeaway. So. If you haven't heard from a company for two weeks or within the time frame when they told you that they were going to get back to you, send them an email and you're going to restate your interest and ask where they are in the hiring process. This is called the nudge. OK, you're like nudging them. Right. Then if they don't, you know, if, if they don't answer you or they can't give you a straight answer because you might get both of those situations. Then you want to do something that I call the takeaway <clears throat> and it doesn't have to be true. OK, this is just to get them to answer you. You're not lying. You're not doing anything wrong. This is just a technique to get them to like commit to an answer, which you deserve because you took the time to go on the interview. OK, so you want to say to them, well, you know, um, I, again, I'm really interested in this opportunity. I really feel that I can add value to your department. I really enjoyed meeting you. You want to say all those nice fluffy things. And then you want to say, but you know, I'm currently actively interviewing and I am expecting offers within the next seven days to 14 days or whatever. Um, and I, I would like to know, I would appreciate it if you could please let me know my status in the job search so that I, you know, I know where to go from here. And if they don't answer you, then you got your answer, okay? And you can move on. If they do answer you, they are interested and it's gonna light a fire under their butt, okay? It works a lot of the time, so use it. Okay, you're not gonna get every job that you apply to and that's okay. And you have to trust that when the answer is no, there's a better yes down the road. And we have to remember that, you know, we, we can't control what other people do and we can't control what other people think. But what we can control is what we do and what we think. And you are going to have a plan with your job search and you're going to work your plan. And if you plan your work and you work your plan and you have consistent activity, meaning you're consistently applying to new jobs and going on interviews, you will get hired. That's it. Okay. So thank you so much. I wish you the best of luck in interviewing. My name is Jade Masson. I do resume writing, 
interview preparation, job search coaching. Check me out on any of these platforms. And um, if you have any questions, I would be happy to answer them.